Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. I'm caught up. You're caught up. We're catching up today, but I'm caught up. Oh, what you caught up on? My, my to-do list. Oh, well, I'm glad it got done. Cause <laughs> it was barely. I mean, Coming in hot. It's tricky. Tricky, tricky. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. If you are joining us uh, for the first time. Yay. Welcome. We have a seat for you right here in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extra seat. We always have one open for our friends. Yeah, it's open, but there's always shit in it. So. Uh, this is true. I mean, if you were literally in the closet with us, I would move it for you. Yeah. This is how I value our friendship already. See, you're new and you're valued. Yes. And the table, you're a returning friend. This seat is also for you too. <laughs> Don't worry. It's always here if you want to stop by. I love it. I love it personally. Dude. I love it. Also, y'all been loving the social catch up, so we're gonna keep doing them. We're gonna keep going because you know there's no shortage of things to talk about in the news right now. No. So I'm I'm thankful for that because that makes our off. social catch up so much fun to tackle. And honestly, I have been loving like with having my ears akimbo Me you know too. like really open like what's yeah. going on i know i i actually click on articles to read them <laughs> and go a step further and find out yeah. more instead of just reading a headline being like oh did you hear what happened <laughs> or just getting angry at the headline to the oh right so I'm if like, this is where more. you come to to get your like little snippet of what's going on in in the tabloids and not just the tabloids i don't know why oh because we just recorded that's right recorded yesterday sorry um but just getting a little snippet of what's going on in in the socials all yeah. things social and we have a lot to cover today we do have a lot we have lots of notes in the outline today i love this new us brought on by shannon because i was like okay usually we just have ideas and we're like hey, we're yeah. just gonna talk about them and then now mm-hmm. she's like i'm gonna take notes i'm like okay i and have to because there's so many things that are. i will get lost in my own like ramble that i'm like i need i need structure today <laughs> like there's just so many because we beat, like, we pass these things back and forth at the on our Marcos and texts. We're like, what about this? What about this? What about this? And they all sound so fun. Exactly. But we got. Oh, but before we get started, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. want one little catch up. So, a couple social social catch ups ago, we talked about the Bachelor, Chris Harrison, and stuff. So there is an update. He is Chris Harrison is supposed to come out um, on the Good Good Morning America. And release like a interview of some sort. It was released late last night that that was going to happen. Oh, really? Do yeah. we have a date on when that's going to air? It just said in the next few days. I don't know what that few days means. So maybe okay. by the next social catch up, we'll, he will have released. He, he put out a statement saying he's been doing a lot of things behind the scenes and he's uh, ready to talk about them. Okay, cool. Well, I'm, so I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to listen. Honestly, I'm ready. I did see yesterday that um, Matt James is a skateboarder yeah i i was peeping in on his insta and i was like oh look at him dropping in like he's he's good he's real good he's really good he I actually like, had a skate I, ramp um in the bachelor house that he was staying in oh really yeah that's so cool he's like pretty good okay I was I'm, like, I'm starting to again i don't it's not that i don't like him i actually like him a lot based too. about what i've read and what i know it's just i don't love the franchise so I'm always like anti, but now I'm like, I can't be anti Matt James because he's a really cool guy. I like him. You know, again, from what I know, right from what I know, I don't know him personally. He's get he in my mind, like I wish that he did not get the season that he did. He he's so endearing and he's very dynamic. And I feel like he that is not shown at all this season. Mm hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what comes after everything and if we see more of really his personality because like we rarely see it. And it's always like the very like last 30 seconds like when they like after they show the preview of next week, they show like a little blooper or something that happened. I'm like, why don't we see that all the time? It's like (laughs) something that you would that you want to know about him. Right. Like he's really funny or he skateboards or he's, you know, really competitive. He's riding a bike. Like It's really fun. Maybe we need new editors on the show. Maybe I feel we like we need new producers on the show. Maybe we just need a new direction of, you know, like show us more humanistic qualities of people, not just like physical attributes that will draw you in. And drama. Right. I know. But yeah. moving on. Well, you know, it's full of drama. Last year. The fact that it is <laughs> March 2021 and we have done a full 365 of 
being in a global pandemic. What's the pandemic going to get me for my first anniversary? Uh, stress, anxiety, couple new zits. And a hangover. And a hangover. <laughs> I mean, la, 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 everything la, la, you la, always la. wanted <laughs> and more. Yeah. Oh, we were so full of hope. Starry eyed. Weren't we though? Oh, remember great. that? We were. We really were. We were cruising on the CZL wave, just catching our stride. Things were looking great. Prospects all over the place. And then wham. Yeah. <laughs> what? And what was, was really funny is like, it's, I imagine us like on rollerblades. You know, mm-hmm. and we thought what was in the way was a pebble. It was really like a, a, a crater, a crater size, like landing you fall pothole. The ground opens up and swallows you. <laughs> it's like it's a wormhole, exactly. and you come in this other life form. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. So we wanted to do just a quick wellness check, mentally, physically, about where we are um, post. I guess three sixty-five days in <laughs> from being in quarantine. Um, well, what day did you go in? Uh, March the 14th. We went in the 12th. We were, we were yeah, two days ahead. We were two days ahead. And only I'd, because, <laughs> as I've said so many times before, mm-hmm. my husband was popping off. Like he was like, oh yeah. my God, the world's ending. I was I like, mean, and out of all of us, that would be the last person you would think that would be so scared. Yeah. He was reading all the stats. He's like, oh my gosh, Brittany, are you reading these statistics? And I'm like, uh, should I be? Should I be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, it was definitely... I mean, we'll, we'll do, we can do a whole show based on that, but just, I wanted to quick pop in and be like, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. How you feeling? Everything good or not good? Or at, where are you at? Where are you at? Me? Yeah. Personally? Or, yeah. or listen Personal. Oh, me? Yeah. I'm, um, I'm very day to day, but I feel like I'm overall happier than I was last year. Like I'm in a better space. Mm-hmm. Very like, very, I'm more self-aware. Yeah. Very self-aware. I think I'm know a good direction of where I want to go mm-hmm. yeah and um I think I've grown a shit ton yes there are things that I was so delusional to last year and now I'm like what yeah it's been it's been yeah. really eye-opening so there yeah there's definitely been a lot of positives that have come out of the 2020 realm mm-hmm. um I definitely do think like just being more self-aware being willing to see things through a different lens and leaning in to learning through a different lens, I think is, you know, been really big. Um, I will say physically since COVID and that happened for me in August. Um, I know I mentioned before, like I had a three month long period. So I, I did have COVID period oh, yeah. that's gotten better. Um, it's still not, well, it's still kind of wonky, but not in like a scary way mm-hmm. <laughs> where it was before. You're like, this is not good. I will say some lasting effects from COVID. Um, joint swelling in my hands has been way like more pronounced. Um, like I wake up mornings and I'm like, do I have arthritis already? Is that happening? And then there are days where I don't feel anything. Mm. Um, my hair has oh my been God. falling out like a, I don't even know. Like I, I it's, I mean, I have a lot of hair to begin with. It's always been really thick, but like now it is the thinnest it's ever been. And it's like, it's not shedding at the rate at which it once was like over, I'd say like the past month, but definitely noticeable difference since COVID. My hair has like taken a beating. I'm like, oh it's gone um, quite viral on TikTok about COVID oh, has hair. It re- okay. Yeah. So I'm not on TikTok, but yeah. Um, I watched a lot of videos, like even very young girls are very concerned about it. Yeah. And so I think that over the next year, we're going to see a lot more people talk about just, and it's not like a minor hair loss. Like some people are are really losing a tremendous amount of hair. I I am talking if, okay, I'm just going to give you a diameter. Like if before my hair, like if you put a quarter in the circle between like the the circle that I make with my pointer finger and my thumb, it would be like the size of a quarter. And that's about how thick my ponytail was. So it was pretty, pretty thick. Now it's every bit of like a nickel. Like, yeah. I mean, that's a significant difference of like, I mean, I wish I would have just kept a log of like how much I was losing and just taking pictures. Cause taking it is, I mean, even ponytail. Dan was like, that's a lot of fucking hair, Shannon. And I'm like, I know, right? Like it's, yeah. and it's, you know, it comes out in the shower, but it also comes out just like, you know, taking my ponytail out or just running my fingers through my hair, brushing my hair. I'm like, oh my God. When I got 
<clears throat> my extensions taken out and put back in mm-hmm. the amount of hair that came off my head now keep in mind that's that's totally normal but yeah. like even my hairstylist was like this is a ton of hair yeah it was I, crazy and i'm curious i mean because my you've had shed. your your extensions in f- since you've had covid like for that whole last t- june yeah last mm-hmm. june so i mean that whole time frame like your hair hasn't you haven't been able to notice the the natural like um, shedding right. of the hair because the extensions have been it's in there. A, it's, a, it's definitely there. When yeah. I saw my hair without it, I was like, whoa. So when I get these taken out, I'll, I'll stay out for a while. I'll mm-hmm. let it heal and and give it a little bit of love. But um, yeah, I was like, no, nah, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I, and I think that that's also what I figured out what I wanted in my life and what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, t- I didn't ask for permission or answers or anything. I was like, oh, right. you know, this is it. what I want to do. Right. And I think that was another big takeaway. I was like, fuck all y'all. Right. I'll do it. <laughs> I want to do it. Make me feel good. This make me feel good. <laughs> this is it. This, this is, it. is it. This is it. But it's kind of crazy. It's been a year. Yeah. It's really, it crazy. really crazy. We thought two weeks. Silly rabbit. I mean, I even thought I was like two months, you know, I'm like at, at the very most well, nuts. I knew that Derby wasn't a possibility because I was like, I, you know, at the time I was like, I don't know. Like, how are we going to get our shit together? Yeah. I was like, that just seems like a big stop and start. And I was willing to forego Derby. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to be different, but that's fine. I was yeah. like, okay, bump it back. That's fine. But a year and we're still going through it. Still going through it. So. I know. We're going to dive deeper into that in a later episode, but definitely just wanted to touch on that because, you know, we're here. Um, but something else that brought me a shit ton of joy this week was watching Prince Harry and James Corden in an interview that James Corden did on YouTube. If you haven't watched it, we definitely linked it in the show notes. It is worth the watch. Like stop, watch it, and then come yes. back. Or if you don't have time to watch it right this second, fast forward this and then, because I want you to watch it because again, it will bring you so many giggles. So many. It's so great. The, just like, I just loved how it just felt like Prince Harry was a, like a regular bloke you know just like a regular chap chap they say chap blokes are australians i don't mm. know i should probably ask my uk friends chap but just a regular guy you know and it just seemed so human like just humanized him in such a way that i was like oh man i love this so much but one of the cutest things i thought that he did this this whole thing was um he was like james asked like well, what did archie get for you know for christmas and he says well my grandma got him a waffle maker he really wanted waffles he wanted because he, he loves waffles and it took me a minute because i was like who's his who's his grandma and then i was like oh my god it's the queen like the could queen you imagine of like, england got your kid a waffle maker like what like what kind earth? of wrapping paper did it come in like i wanted to know more like i don't even really i don't really keep up with the royal yeah you know family that much it's not really my big deal i mean i have the kardashians but yeah. i'm just like okay what yeah what kind of wrapping paper did it come in yeah or was it just an amazon box like i kind of want i kind of secretly yes. wanted to just be like here you go like an amazon wish list and she just clicked it and like i wanted to see if right. she did it for herself i'm very curious like does the queen have an amazon account yeah and does she shop from her phone like the rest of us because she's a very independent woman very i'm into it and Thank then you. when he when he described what it's like to talk on zoom with them <laughs> it's like every grandparent ever he's like yeah well my granddad's done talking he just shuts it off. Shuts, <laughs> okay shuts the bye. Computer screen. <laughs> doesn't leave meeting just shuts the laptop he's like, down. Bye. he's like oh okay well, bye. <laughs> It was it was very endearing. Yeah. My favorite part was when they go to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house. <laughs> and the fact that Prince Harry knew the Fresh Prince theme song or the opening song yes. was amazing to me. I was like, yeah. Yes. I was like, yeah. I love you. I know. Right? And, he, and like James was even like, oh my gosh, you do you, know it. You do know it. Yeah. And then he has to go to the bathroom in this person's house, which I yes. would like give tours to that bathroom if it were me. I would have like put a sign that says do not touch any longer <laughs> like royal pee has been in here <laughs> like not gonna do it but my favorite part the whole thing is like the he goes into this person's house james is outside talking right. you know because it's a pandemic like give your mask up you had social distance and then all of a sudden you see harry pop his head out of the bathroom window <laughs> being like hey if i'm not out in five minutes come get me <laughs> He's funny, y'all. He's so funny. He's so the tea He's cart so when it's funny. spilled. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we. Don't, I don't want to give too much away because it really is this hysterical. But can we just talk for a hot second about how flawless Meghan Markle looked on Facetime? Right. They Facetime her to like, talk how about. Do you lo- like, how do you look like that? that? Yeah. They they Facetime Meghan outside of the Fresh Prince's house, 
because James <laughs> is really committed. He really wants the, the you know, the Harry, the prince to move into Fresh Prince Pillar, which is great. He's like, but, you can be the fresh prince and the prince. That's right. <laughs> um, so they, they FaceTime Megan and there's a picture of her, like the screen, like kind of zooms in on her and she's just glowing. Like she's gorgeous. I don't know what angle she has the phone, but it's just, it's kind of like, I don't know. I can't even describe it. She just, it blew my mind how beautiful she was. And I'm I know, like, I'm like, I would look like a troll out of a garbage can if you randomly called me at fi- right. FaceTime. When I answer a FaceTime, there is no filter. It is like the worst lighting ever. It's, there's <laughs> never a good angle. This is why Brittany and I Marco each other because at least there's some kind of like blurriness on the screen and you're like, oh, okay, it's great. But the FaceTime is very like honest. Mm. And it, honestly, it's too she's honest. gorgeous. And I'm like, wow, wow. Um, but, but like effortless, effortlessly. effortlessly, yes. And the amount of just like doting he does over her and how honest and, he and calls open him he has, is. She calls him has. Like it was like a nickname. He was yeah. like, has? has? He goes, how's your tour? Has? Who's and James has? Gordon was like, has? Says, oh, you guys have a nickname. He's like, I didn't know you have, or he didn't know, I didn't know you had a nickname. He goes, well, you're not my wife. Yeah. <laughs> comedic timing was on point this entire Dry, thing and they're going to be snarky. doing um uh harry and megan are going to be doing a sit down with oprah so i was pleasantly surprised at how open he was in the james corden interview and i can only imagine how much more you know we're going to hear in those two's interview with oprah so i'm, I'm actually looking forward to that um evidently there's a lot of bullying that was going on y- yes and, and they're he gonna talks shed about some light that on you know in the, the James Corden uh, interview, but it, it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't do it. We won't even mention the obstacle course at the end because that is just pure gold. Pure. You need to watch it for yourself. I don't understand how his shirt didn't get dirty, but when you know what I'm talking about, just, just, you, I'm, I'm be like, I don't understand. Right. Like, I'm, I'm I needed he, to watch it back. I'm like, I still don't, I watched it again. I'm like, I don't understand. He's I, magic. That's how. Magic. Prince is magic. Okay. Moving on. What I was got? so excited to talk about this. Yes, you are. I love it. I, think this is one of the funniest things and why I think it's funny is because this is where people are losing their shit right I'm like I don't know what has gone on the non-gender specific potato head Hasbro is making sure we all feel welcome in the potato head world by officially dropping the Mr. and Mrs. from Mr. Potato Head brand name logo to or brand name and logo to promote gender equality and inclusion the company said uh, oh, the company said they yeah. rebranded and the toy launches the toy launch this fall. Ooh, this fall. Yes. So no wonder I couldn't find it yesterday. It when rebranded. I for yeah, it on, it'll uh, launch Amazon. this fall. It's like twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. I hope you've seen the picture. I'm going to try to post it either in our stories when this releases or yeah. some in some way. But dude, people were pissed. Tell me why. I, I mean, a this is where you lose your shit. It, I'm just I'm just flat. It just makes my brain kind of fall out of my head. A potato, a potato, is non-gender specific to begin with. Like in its origin, like a potato doesn't grow from the ground being a female or a male. Correct? Like it's just so. a potato. Unless there's a potato expert that can break it down to us, right? If I don't, if again, if you know that, please let us know. I, I don't want to speak out of turn or speak ill will of the potato. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just need to understand this. No offense. We no don't. Offense, no offense. Right. We don't want to offend any but, potatoes out there. Right. The uh, but. Taking away the mister from the potato head, people are so angry about this. And spoiler alert, um, kids have been non-gender welcoming of this potato head for a long time. All Since m- the 50s. It's yeah. been launched in the 50s. But yeah. I don't know about you. I had both. I did too, but... The, I mixed them all the time. I didn't know who was who. They didn't have... There's no... Like, I mixed the mustaches with the pink hat with the flowers all right. the time. I was like, kids have been mixing and non-gender specific on this toy Right. For years. And the only thing that makes it gender specific is the fucking box. Is the box. So the it fuck, doesn't have anatomy. Yourself. It's a fucking potato. It's just, I don't really. Yeah. If you've ever watched a child play with this toy, they do not care. No. They do, they have no qualms about mixing and matching. I mean, and it's just like, and also, can we mention the little baby potato? I'm like, I'm so for this baby potato. Right. Like, I didn't get a little spud. When you play with this toy, you are literally sticking its lips where the ears should go and the eyes near its butt. Like, every kid thinks it's so funny <laughs> to put the eyes in the butt because honestly, it is funny. I put the lips on the butt. It was All, it, it was a hilarious. It's hilarious. Kids laugh at it because you're like, this is silly. You're right. It is silly. It's you're, a toy. You're never <laughs> making it the way it's supposed to look on the box. Exactly. And so the fact that people are losing their shit about this 
is hilarious, but I yeah. applaud applaud the toy company for doing this because it's going to make them so much money and I'm definitely going to buy one. I do too. And I just want to read a couple things from their um, the uh, press release about this. And it says, and I quote, by offering a toy that exists outside of the binary of male and female, Hasbro is helping kids to simply see toys as toys, which encourages them to be their authentic selves outside of the pressures of traditional gender norms, said Rich Fierro, a spokesperson for the LBGTQ advocacy group, GLAD, G-L-A-A-D. Toy companies, including Hasbro and competitor <clears throat> Mattel, have been adapting to shifting cultural cues for years. Mattel's Barbie, which became a hit as an impossibly proportioned female figurine, has become more body inclusive and racially diverse. Mattel said a year ago it wanted to bring a, quote, a multi-dimensional view of beauty and fashion when it launched a series of, series of dolls with disabilities, hair loss, and vitiligo. It makes more sense to be more inclusive. Whether you agree or disagree, it's great for advertising. It basically gets free advertising dollars because it's shared, and all news is good news. So, I think that's what I put in there. This is yeah. smart financial play. Oh, I was Every like, time who, who put that in there? <laughs> yeah, I added things to this. It's very intelligent. So it, it's just like when we were talking about uh, about a year ago when the Whopper became the Impossible Whopper mm -hmm. or Beyond Meat Whopper or whatever it was. And people were like, oh, my gosh, like, why, you know, just keep the burgers the same. Like, this is smart. The more inclusive you are, the more dollars you're going to make. Yeah. And honestly, the more controversial you are, the more dollars you're going to make. They've gotten so much more free advertising by people yes. sharing this, uh, tweeting about it, commenting on it, you know, talking about it. We're talking about it. Right. So to talk about that advertising dollars, that's free. That's free. Smart. Yeah. Smart. I mean, that's not why they did it. That's not why they do it. But, but it's like a if, nice if like, you're thinking about it, inclusion is also it's it's always going to be better for you. If you're if you're just thinking about dollars and cents, do it. Yeah, and then you're, but also what you learn. I'm glad they're doing yeah, it. I too. think that that really seriously, kids have been doing it for years, so it's not like groundbreaking. I, that's what I'm like. You guys see it, right? right. If you have kids, I'm they glad don't they don't no, do, and it's they like they don't care. see it. No. And I really have never seen Potato Head besides the Toy Story movie, the mm -hmm. Potato as a male or female. Yeah, I, I, it never. I mean, I know it's always been Mr. Potato Head, but I've never once thought about it being anything other. But that's also like, I've never questioned my own gender, or my own that's identity. True. So like, maybe another kid, like, and if this mm -hmm. could help another kid realize it, like, oh, cool, man, I love that this potato is just potato. That's awesome. Good hats off. I think it's great. Yeah, I love it. and also if it has a little spud, that's adorable. Oh, yeah, to just beans. Having another bean. It's, it's not a legume. It's a potato bean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's adorable. I think it's a great idea. I'm yeah. so for it. I think it's a, it's amazing. And hats off. Yeah. Keep it going. I know. Let's do it. But I Let's love I love going. when people are just like, oh my god, I'm like that. That's where you. This is where you're gonna draw the line. That's the hill you're gonna die on. Go ahead. Right. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. Oh, but there's more. Way. There's more. You want to talk about the doctor shoots? Oh books? yeah. So. Which um, was a big headline this past This was week. a big, and because I think it's like his birthday mm -hmm. was just recently this week. Um, but there are six Dr. Seuss books that are being pulled from publishing due to racist storylines and connotations. Um, I'll just give you those real quick. And They're very old. Yes. And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which was written in 1937. Mick Elegot's Pool, 1947, If I Ran the Zoo in 1950, Scrambled Super Eggs Super, 1953, on Beyond Zebra, 1955, and The Cat's Quizzer, 1976. Um, so the changes come after years of scrutiny around Dr. Seuss's work. The academics have highlighted a Chinese character in Mulberry Street as problematic due to him being depicted with chopsticks and a bowl of rice. He also had slanted eyes. And, oh, it was yeah, very, very, very racist. Yeah. Um, they pointed out that two African-American men in If I Ran the Zoo were shown wearing nothing but grass skirts. Um, but very exaggerated features. And there was also a quote in that book that it's like, I would keep a man with a turban in the cage. So it's oh. like, dude, you can't say that. Like, that's not cool. That's but not in cool. 2020, he was the second highest paid dead person raking in $33 million. Oh, wow. And by he, I mean Dr. Seuss. Um, 33 million? You just 33 said? million, which was like five times what they made, um, in the year previous. Who's the first dead person? <laughs> I, I, I always <laughs> I assume, just but I always assume it's like um, Elvis Presley because his estate oh, just always yeah. makes money. Like, I, I don't know that for a fact, but I just assume that it would that's be. Good. That's, a, that's that a good up. one. Yeah. Um, or maybe Princess Di. No, but I don't think she has like a, 
In a state. In a state. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I can look that up. No, it's we good. Look I up. just want to know number one. It's number yeah. two. I'm like, well, oh, who's number one? I mean, um, his birthday was March 2nd. March 2nd. Okay. So, so yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But I totally agree with this. I looked at some of the images, not all, mm-hmm. but the two or three that I saw, very offensive. Yeah. And, you and know it what? was there. That's the, fun to deep dive through these things because, mm-hmm. and to, because we want to stop this kind of mentality. Um, and then people feel they're more supported moving forward. Yeah. And it, it, again, if there's a, a community out there that feels like this is, um, you know, this has been offensive for years, like, why are you just now seeing that? I, I get that too. I, I that mean, too. I, I f- I'm, I'm glad that it's finally coming to light. I'm glad mm-hmm. that there's, you know, attention being brought to it. I'm glad that we are taking strides to, you know, take those books out of publication. They're not necessary. You know, I think we can do better. I think as a, you know, as someone who buys books for my kids, I am way more, um, aware like mm-hmm. I, I I've always wanted to include more like books about you know kids of other races kids with disabilities kids just so that my kids can see stories about other types of kids I just mm-hmm. think that's important I mean it is but it's also you have to actively make that a choice it can't mm-hmm. just like because if you're always going to like pull into the lane of like no this is what I know then that's all your kids are going to know too like you've got to actively just like make the choice to do it so I agree I'm glad that the Dr. Seuss publishing company is like no we're this is wrong we're not going to do this anymore and when most public schools celebrate Dr. Seuss yes. on his birthday, they dress up, they read stories, they pay a big homage. So that kind of respect of the culture and the community of where we are today in society, it's a big high five. It, yeah. Like as celebrated as someone can be, we have to call out that this is not okay as well. Yes. And it goes with the Mr. Potato Head thing. We're, we're doing better. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just about just looking to make everyone feel better there's nothing bad about yeah. that yeah, no <laughs> like, nothing bad at all i like just, it just this think, is, yeah it's just amazing to me like the, the to make next, someone feel good you feel awful about it like it just yeah, makes me i love there's a quote years ago that was like you don't have to blow out someone's candle to let yours shine brighter i know like i love that but I, when you said like you know we're doing these things in school i'm like up next History lessons. Let's <laughs> let's eradicate those. Let's let's actually let's bring the real history. I will school. say, um, I was listening to one of my favorite little things that I could let the kids watch is Brain Pop, mm-hmm. and um, if you guys aren't a part of it, uh, it's a cool little learning site. And it was actually Brain Pop Junior, and they were talking about Christopher Columbus, and they were they were very honest on that on that particular one like you know this is back then this was what happened but this is not okay you shouldn't go to certain mm-hmm. places and overtake someone's land who's already there and treat people with disrespect and make them into slaves like they were very honest yeah and i was like because i hadn't heard that right. on a on an educational state funded <laughs> right kind site. Of yeah. site i was like okay yeah okay. i like it so it's just like a little picking up on little things because we didn't get that nope. we got a totally different narrative so yeah it gives you hope it does do you know what I've been loving lately? Tell me. I love walking into my closet knowing that I have just the right colors that are perfect for me. How'd that happen, Shannon? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brittany. It's because I had a consultation with House of Color Louisville, and it was the best experience, hands down, that I've ever had when it comes to fashion. House of Color Louisville teaches you how to put your best face forward. Megan has a great saying, I'm not here to teach you how to dress like me. I'm here to teach you how to dress like you. And during the color analysis process, you will see yourself in the most fine colors on you. Look healthy and vibrant when you know you lo- your wow colors. You will leave knowing what looks best on you and which colors are not doing you any favors. Clean out your closet with confidence with tips on how to implement these colors in your wardrobe moving forward. Exactly. Our style analysis takes into account your body architecture and personality to help you find your easiest, most flattering, and most authentic wardrobe ever. Learn how to shop in a sustainable way and avoid that fast fashion. That's important. Stay a part of the House of Color community for shopping tips, closet cleanouts, and more after your analysis to make it easy to maintain your new habits. For more information and to see our before and after pictures, follow out House of Color Louisville, that's color with a U, on Instagram. And drop them a message that we, the CZL chicks, sent you their way. See you there. You know who else has hope? Who's that? Lady Gaga. Switch. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. Yeah. We told you we had a lot to cover today. We did. So what's going on with Lady Gaga? Well, while she's away, she was away last week doing something crazy. She's working in Rome, I think. Yeah, on a movie. Mm-hmm. Which I love her in movies, too. I think she's too. very talented. Uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker 
was shot and two of her three dogs were stolen. The dog walker was shot in the chest. Yes. This is not good. Okay. Um, but the dog walker is supposed to make a full recovery and the dogs were returned days later. But there's more to the story. Okay. When I first heard this story... The French was, Bulldogs, too, by the way. Yeah, two French... Uh, three... She was. She has three. Two of them were stolen. One escaped. Um, but we heard it was like an uproar that Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen and her dog walker was shot. And then it kept on going. And I was like, wait, back the fuck up. What about the dog walker? Can we... Ju-? Like, listen, if somebody comes for my dog, I'm going to fucking go nuts. Like, mm-hmm. I 100%, I get that. I'm a dog person. Georgie is part of the family. I would yes, lose I totally my understand. shit. Would but, definitely lose my shit. Big butt. If human my human who was walking the dog got shot, and not my human, but like a human was shot walking a dog, I would be fucking flipping the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm going to get my dogs. I'm going to do what I can. But I need the tension going to the fact that there was a human life shot. In peril. <laughs> right. <laughs> Had to go to the hospital and went multiple surgeries. It was life-threatening sh- um, yeah. gunshot. He was shot in the chest, right? Yes. It was okay. life-threatening. Um, it was not like... It it wasn't just a merely a flesh wound. It was right. it was a it was a um, life threatening injury. So everything I've heard about this, like Lady Gaga, has been in contact with the family, been you know taking care of all the bills, like As she not would, just like we know financially taking care of things, but being very proactive. Like how's the health? How are they doing? Like this was she's been very spot on about trying to mm-hmm. stay in contact with um, the dog walker and the family. So I think that the media just kind of took the dog aspect and ran with it. Which, okay, sure, it's it's big news, but it's like, can we get... I mean, it took me longer to find out information on the dog walker than I, I did about the dog when I was doing The link that I this. provide in the show notes is more about the dog walker. Mm-hmm. I think it had like two paragraphs, and that was yeah. the most I could find. I think that the dog walker said that um, he's going to come out later and okay. talk about it, um, but still in a lot of pain, um, still in recovery, is not okay. You yeah. know? So it was life-threatening. Still expect to make a full recovery, but it's going to be a bumpy road. So, right. um, yeah, let's send some good vibes to them because this is, that's not, I mean, you don't sign up for that for a dog walk, <laughs> right? Even if it is Lady Gaga's you're like, dogs, like, you're like, is this my life? <laughs> like, yeah, your biggest concern is like, that's a big pile of poo, and I don't know if I have enough bags for that. Like, that's the, that's what, when I sign up for dog walking, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. But how calculated was this crime? I mean, right? you had, I'm sure the dog walker, because this is what I do, we go the same route, because in my mind, if a leash breaks or okay. you get loose, mm-hmm. that they know that this is the one route you take. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a good way to think, but yeah. I think that it make, I want to go the same way, because if they get lost, they'll come right back the same way they came. And wow, like that must have been calculated. There, there was some yeah. surveillance. There was some peeping going on. I don't, I'm not okay with that. I know, I'm not okay with that either. I'm like, what should I be watching? <laughs> <laughs> right. the, nope. What are you going to take? somebody took Georgie, they'd give her back within five minutes. She goes She's loud. <laughs> yeah, she barks in your ear one too many times. You're like, you know, get out, get out the car, get out the car. <laughs> Go. And she's crotchety. Baron just like, I'm done. <laughs> he's like... Actually, he's a good dog to take. Like, mm, okay. He's like, well, can we stop at Dark Dairy Queen on the way home? Is that <laughs> I mean, I'll get in, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, we do hope that everything's okay. Yes, and, we do. Wish um, him but, a okay, very the dogs recovery. were returned, um, mm-hmm. I, but it is unknown the identity of the person that returned the dogs. If the person who returned the dogs has been compensated, this case is severely tight-lipped so i'm sure more will come out but i mean like i feel like there's just something dirty here right like i know i just don't trust it my dirty my, dog it's deeds. just a, it's something triggers me i'm like mm, yeah something. i don't like it no this is very the next thing is very triggering very very triggering um mm. so governor cuomo the the governor of new york new york is under fire because of some sexual harassment accusations that are being brought to life and the most recent one that has been making its rounds um, was in 2019. He pursued uh, a woman with some unwelcome advancements to a woman at a wedding. And he placed his hand on the lower back of her dress. And it was like a cutout. So it was like a bare hand on your bare back. And she moved his hand out of the way and was like, no, thanks. Um, So then he proceeds to place his hands on her face, like cups her her face, you know, chin in his hands, and proceeds to ask her if he could kiss her. And she's like, No, 
like, you know, you could tell in her face that she is really uncomfortable. And you know this happens because her friend took a picture of it. And like the picture circulating and it is Can so we get a high five for the friend? Yes. <laughs> this would be my bitch ass doing like, oh, you won't, you won't put your hands. Mm-mm. Receipts. Right. The only thing standing in my way is that I'd, I'd be probably like holding your drink in some way. This is also And then true. like I would have to be like, hold on. I'd have to put my, I would have to like turn to somebody. I'm like, I, I don't hold know. My, hold, my, <laughs> hold my wine. <laughs> hold my wine. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I got to get receipts. But yes, that's a good, good friend. Yeah, that is a very good friend. Um, you know, and she, she even says like, if you read the article, and we'll, we'll link it in here. Um, but it's in the New York Times and she's like, kind of just taken back by this event the entire wedding so she doesn't really say much to him at the time um but later on she's like you know what i just need to tell him like this was wrong like i didn't appreciate how he made me feel like this was wrong um and it was he came out and made a statement and but it was very dismissive and i want to read um oh wait she did she approach him or she approached the media no, she was wrong. She tried to approach him, mm. and I think that dismissed. that that got okay. dismissed. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, in okay, hang on before I get too far on this. Um. To hold on, shoot. I thought I had this in the right thing. Um. In the governor's press conference was full of falsehoods and inaccurate information about. Wait a minute. Hang on. I'm confusing stories here. I slightly the. That's what happens when you have Bless. such a big social catch up. I know. It's so I will big. say that this is coming at the heels of a book release. And he's also becoming come under fire because of that as well, saying that he handled the pandemic perfectly. And so this is this is kind of like a perfect storm heading into a lot of different political yes, issues. Because there are also two other women that come forward stating that he made unwanted sexual advancements. One of them, they were meeting in his office and it was kind of like a late night. She is 40 years younger than him he asks her have you ever been in a relationship with an older man Mm. are you into monogamous relationships and would you ever consider sleeping with someone older and she's like what the fuck she's like this is not okay um brings it to somebody on her team and was like hey this happened they move her out of the office into a different part of the state department they're like no you, you just go and do work in another place um a second accusation along the similar lines who I think this, this person was like 30 years younger, but very similar accounts of like what happened, um, advancements that, you know, he tried to kiss this woman and she was like, I'm not interested. And so all of this to say, he comes out and he makes these, the statement of like, I'm sorry if you took it that way. That's not what I meant. That's not an apology. That's not an apology. Exactly. Okay. We, this is, this is the mission. Yeah. Every male that we come across. We need to pull them aside. This is an apology. This is not an apology. Exactly. Actually, every person, but I'm just like, I'm just sorry, man, men, I'm going to lump you in because you right. seem to say this a lot. Let's get this clear. When you say to somebody, I'm sorry you feel like that, it is not an apology. You are placing blame on the Their other person. Emotions. The apology should go like this. I'm sorry my words hurt you. My I'm sorry led to mm. my actions contributed to your feelings of feeling A, B, or C. That is how you make an apology. You know what else you could add? I'm sorry I'm a dirty motherfucker. That would be a good one too. I, you know what I'd say to that? I'd be like, you know what? You've done some self-reflection. Thank you, sir. And this is... This kind of stuff always rubs me wrong because I think it's such a power play for a male. It's basically he wants to have that big dick energy running into a room. It's it's just using your power, and I and that's what I don't it's like. It's abusing. It's abusing, and it's you, abusing yes, and it's basically yes. it's it's demeaning. Yes, and it's uncalled for. Yes, a big thing is that whether it's one or one hundred, believe the woman first. I, I do believe that because it's very hard for these women to come for. I'm sure they're getting death mm-hmm. threats. I'm sure they're getting blown up on social media. I'm sure they're getting harassed. I'm sure they're getting followed. This was not an easy decision. No, this is not a political move. He's not up for any election. I don't think I'm not sure. I have to look at that. Yeah. I don't know. And honestly, I didn't know anything about Cuomo until the pandemic. I didn't know anything. I mean, I like 
Chris Cuomo on CNN. So I, when I found out that those two were brothers, I was like, well, that's fun. Yeah. I like him, so I'll give this guy a shot. I thought how Cuomo hand, handled um, a lot of like just taking the initial, on the initial uh, pandemic. I was like, yes, mm. you're bringing that big dick energy into this being like somebody needs right. to be a leader around here. Nobody's fucking stepping up. Let me do it. We were looking to Cuomo during that yes. time for like I was watching his briefings to basically I'm like, OK, well, if New York can run it, maybe he can step in or something. I don't. I, yeah, I was looking a lot to Cuomo. I was, too. And then it does come out that he um, falsely exaggerated exaggerated numbers numbers based upon what was happening in nursing homes and now again i don't know enough about that story so i'm not going to speak on it i'm just gonna let that not that i'm gonna let it go i'm just gonna say like i would like to do more um investigating on that before i make a formal announcement yeah that's he it looks like he might have inflated the numbers we don't know for sure or didn't report them or didn't report them because the numbers um, down but also again this book came out or he's either is going to come out or has come out about the pandemic and how to handle the pandemic and and it's very yeah. it's not a good it's not a good sign if you have not reported accurate numbers and you're releasing right. a book being like look at how great i did did you right and then now um cuomo so it, it's it's not a good look it, um and i hope people, he comes out right. with more statements i do not accept that first try no um not and at all. usually the first try is I, pretty much what you're thinking. Exactly. Like y- your first try is your thoughts. Your second try is your PR team being like, this you, missed you, you missed the mark, boo. <laughs> you missed the mark. Um, and there are a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of Democrats, too, asking you know, for him to resign. Like They're like, mm-hmm. enough is enough. Because of the fact that this is like this type of misogynistic um, behavior is the norm under his you know, under his leadership. And it's like, that's not okay. Like we, okay. we've, and he, he's had staff members step down. In fact, the, the guy's wedding that this happened to was part of his staff and has since resigned. He's like, I'm not, this is, this is not the good this old boys okay. club anymore. Right. Like exactly. Like, <laughs> and it takes taking down like these key members one at a time and being like, this is not okay. We want something different. We deserve something different. You've had your time. Go away. Yeah. Just be done with it. So. And it's, as we we did fall in love with him through the first few weeks of the pandemic and he was on mm-hmm. CNN with his brother and they were, you know, lighting it up a little bit back and forth and it wasn't entertaining, but we can't not under like look away yeah. from these big blunders. And as much as you may like him at one side, we got to look at the big picture and I'm going to, I'm going to side here. It's, it's not looking good. And yeah, yeah, yeah I we'll agree see what you. happens moving forward. Did um, this is, a little bit of a random side note on this, but did you happen to watch the other night when Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo were talking to each other? It was like Chris's show was ending, Don's show was starting, and they had this little like no, it was back it cute. And, oh my god, it was adorable. I mean, they usually like they kind of like banter. they banter, but they're buddies outside of it. But like they were just doing like a full on love fest. Like, no man, I love you and I love your family. And I was like, what is? I mean, Dan and I were like, wow, they're really having a bro moment here. Like, this is really cute. <laughs> Bros. <laughs> um, but it was just one of those like. I almost texted you. I was like, are you watching this? This is so cute. I have really uh, come to love Don Lemon. Yeah. But, and I love, and I still like Cuomo. I do too. Chris Cuomo. Um, Sorry. I I thought, and I don't know. Okay. Is it Don Lemon? Is Don Lemon gay? I I don't know. I think he is. Don Lemon and his partner, Tim Malone. Okay. He is because he talks about um, in this little like thing. It was like, yeah, I've been out to dinner with you and um, your partner. And I was like, wait a minute. Cool. This, yeah. I, I didn't know that. But I'm like, all right, Don. This is great. Yeah. I, I like, know he's I like been married before to a woman. But oh, yeah. I'm like, I, it makes me. I, I just love that. I love a good love story. I mean, too. I love a good CNN love when story. You find, when you find love, wherever <laughs> when you, you want to find, find love. Right. I know. When you find your bro. When you find your bromate. When you, you find know, your bromate. So cute. Your spiritual life partner. So adorable. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with this story because I love a good doc. Loved a good documentary. I do too. So Demi Lovato is releasing her documentary on the 23rd of March. So I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer. It is all over the internet. It has over 25 million views. The trailer? The trailer. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
This trailer does not hold back. Um, it accounts vividly the night that she almost dies She op- um, from an overdose. Mm-hmm. She opens up um, very vividly about having a heart attack and numerous strokes, according to the doctors that were on the scene and help, helped her, I guess, revive. She only had five to ten minutes to live. Um, this is supposed to be a very, very, very raw interview. It's supposed to be a four-part it's supposed to be kind of like a lineage of what happened. Okay. A lot of celebrities are supposed to weigh in. There, um, Elton John was seen in the trailer and Christina Aguilera weighing in on how, how hard it is to be a celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we look up to them and we sure. talk about them, but it's it's really hard. And so they kind of go into that. But a lot of friends are in it. And they're, yeah. <laughs> and they're openly saying, like, are we going to talk about this? Like, is this, is this, is this okay? Yeah. It's it's very 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 open, and then one friend was like, "So we're talking about heroin, right? Is that is that okay to say?" Yeah. And there's one part where she says, "I'm just gonna talk, and you can just cut out what you want later." Love it. I mean, <laughs> she's but like, she's, "All access pass." Yeah, and but she is tired of the headlines and everything, like getting it wrong. And this is her chance to say, "This is here. Here's how you can get it right." This is going to be released by at South by Southwest. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. um it's a big deal. This is yeah, that's huge. This documentary is supposed to be I mean, groundbreaking. So I'm really 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 excited about it. Um I think it's great. I don't think like if you struggle with addiction or mental issues, you don't always have to come out and be forthcoming with it, but if this is part of her healing process, I I commend her. Yeah. And if she's going to help anybody else heal, I commend her even more because I think that she's like, I'm tired of having these stories written about me, but I want people to know like you can do better. And she's very open about her addiction and how hard it is for her to stay sober. And it's unknown right now if she's sober right now. Wow. Well, I'm very much looking forward to March 23rd. I mean, I'm sure we will do a, Oh, it's going to be deep. The goal roundup after We're like episode one, yes. episode two, episode three. I mean, right. this is, this is a long time coming. I didn't know she was on the Barney show. On the Barney show? Yeah. Like the big purple Barney? Yeah. I didn't know that either. Me neither. Wait. I was like, girl. Okay. I guess that's how she got her start. Yeah. Well, I look forward to diving deeper into that one. All right. Kim K. She she filed for divorce. And it's not shocking. You know what's shocking to me? That the marriage lasted as long as it did. Is it weird to say? You know longer. not weird to say? (laughs) Because her, she was married once. When she was 18 or 19, that was her first marriage. Mm-hmm. And then that divorce happened pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she was married to Chris Humphreys and then got divorced 72 days later. Mm-hmm. And then she got married to Kanye West and that lasted almost seven years. It felt like longer. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I like, guess it was I'm, how many kids they had. So it felt like longer. Yeah. I just think that it was, it was a long time. I mean, yes, it did seem like a long time, but I'm surprised it lasted that long. Like, I just didn't see this as a, I totally see what you're you know, saying. like I'm a so relationship. Surprised. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hmm. I was surprised they got married. Like, I felt like they would be like that one couple that would just be a couple. Like, they wouldn't get married. I don't know. I feel like for her, I think she's always had that, like, family vibe. And family for her was defined as having, you know, a marriage with children. I think that that was kind of the picture she always wanted to paint. But I think yeah. now, I think it would be, I think she would be fine never getting married again. I think that that's where I flipped with her because after she married Chris Humphreys and she didn't want to take his name, I felt like maybe she was on the more non-traditional route. Like, you know what? Maybe it's just, I just, I'm with a partner and that's what she I did. She didn't want to take her, his name because the brand was built after and Kardashian. I, I totally agree with that. Like, I support that. Kim I'm just saying Humphreys? like maybe yeah. <laughs> it was awful. I don't know if you remember um, this episode, but like Chris Jenner mocked up a whole thing about like what would happen if you had to change your name. <laughs> it's good. It was great. It was Strong great marketing. Play. Yeah, it was great. That's smart. It's a, it's a smart play. So yeah. um, read through the prenup there, Shannon. Okay. Um, so which wait, it's ironclad, I bet you talk about the prenup or you want to talk about the timeline of how this all happened? Oh, oh yeah. Talk about the timeline. Okay. First, sorry. Yeah. So they got married in 2014. They have four children together, North Chicago, Psalm and mm-hmm. St. Um, Chicago. I didn't know there's one in Chicago. Yeah, that's the second name. Chicago West, yes. Okay. Um, And then the timeline is kind of important here because we're going to talk about why things have to happen in the media the way that they do. So on January 5th, Kris Jenner makes the announcement that um, the 
the storm is brewing and that a divorce is imminent for Kim and Kanye. And then on February 19th, Kim officially files for divorce. And why this is important is because there was some rumors going around that there was a lawsuit um, that was going to be coming for Kanye and they needed to make sure that the divorce was publicly known prior to the launch of the uh, lawsuit because the lawsuit um, happens on February 1st and Kanye gets sued for $30 million by his Sunday service, um, like uh the people who like the gospel, on, yeah, the gospel like choir the gospel that he, he puts mm-hmm. on, um, with by like the the labor practices because people weren't paid on time, bills weren't paid. There was all this money that was owed to people that wasn't getting out. So that lawsuit happens on February first, but then Kim officially files for divorce on the nineteenth. But in the state of California, if you can like document that the divorce was going to happen prior to the day that it got filed, then by the time the lawsuit, $30 million lawsuit hits, you're not eligible to have to pay any of that money in your divorce. Like So in turn, the headline becomes your document. Exactly. Yeah. So that they were very smart. I'm going <laughs> to say pro, pro-gender choice on that one because I was like, damn, that's some, the some momager crap shit. On that, that momager one. did win. Mm-hmm. Um, so the... Uh, and, and the lawsuit states that it's in irreconcilable differences. I mean, I think they were just That's kind pretty of much going. Token. Yeah. Um, and it, from what it, what we've seen, it seems to be pretty amicable as far as the split goes. Um, because when it comes to money, these two have plenty of it and they don't have to fight over nickel and dimes of pretty much like, I think divorce gets messy for a lot of people because money gets into place and it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're getting the house and you're getting the cars or whatever it is. But let's just go through <laughs> I found I found this extremely interesting. Isn't it though? Do you want to read that? Um, I think well, I'm not gonna skim over the life insurance. You know, I care about that. Um, okay, so at the time of the report, Kanye was worth a hundred million. Wait, wait. To go back and tell what they have, like the assets. Where do you see? Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. According to the prenup, um, Kim will receive one million for every year she's married to Kanye, with a cap oh, of ten that. million. In this report, um, Kim stands to receive $6 million from Kanye per the prenup. Okay, so she can walk away with $6 million just for being married to Kanye, according to the prenup. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, a, is it like day one? So say you were married for like one day. Uh-huh. Would she get a million or did she have to go 365? You have to get 365. Okay. Yeah. Which is why she didn't get seven because they were together closer to seven, married closer to seven years, but she's only getting six because they completed the sixth turn around the sun <laughs> i mean after you read on it's like chump change yeah. basically yeah so there's a which I, I do think it's important that we mentioned the uh, the life insurance policy because there's a 20 million dollar life insurance policy that um kanye says that no matter what happens kim will be the benefactor of that regardless so whether or not he gets remarried again like oh he, now that's something yeah okay. so i was like Again, that's a lot of money to leave on the table for somebody, but that is something he's like, no, it's fine. I'm not going to dispute that. You can keep it. It's up to you. Well, I mean, he does have four kids with her and he probably is like, well, my wealth will still, you know, right. Be exponential. Yeah. So I I see, I see that point, but I don't, I don't think that's uncommon for any wife to have access to the life insurance, even after the fact. I don't think that's uncommon. I I don't know. I I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard that that's pretty common. I do know that there's a lot of, um, California divorce laws right now on my computer. So <laughs> if they want to look at the history to be like, what the fuck is going on in California? Uh, mm. <laughs> Don't worry, babe. It's not me. <laughs> um, okay. So at the, t- at the time, Kim has a net worth of $40 million. Um, when they met, when, they, when, got, they, when met. they got married. Yes. And Kanye had a net worth of a hundred million. And since they've been together, uh, a lot of things have changed. Kim is now worth $780 million and she has um, her cosmetic company and perfume brand um, that's, and Skims and, and Skims and all of that. So there, that's what a lot of that is attributed to. And Kanye is worth more than $1.3 billion, with a B dollars. Which is $300 million more than Kim's youngest sister, Kylie Jenner. And after listening to Common Spice, no, uh, to Even the Rich lately i did not i had no idea how much kylie was worth isn't it fascinating it's so fascinating i I don't want to get lost on that rabbit hole i'm not going to but i really think it's very interesting um kylie uh 
way to go you way to go girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah so after I, th- I think this is really yeah this is the part okay. i thought was interesting okay. according to page six kim will be able to keep any gifts from kanye as you should they're gifts mm-hmm. i agree with that like you know it's a it's a social contract gifts are gifts right yeah um, gave her during their marriage, according to their prenup. Those gifts include $5 million in art, $4 million in cars, $3.2 million in jewelry, according to Forbes. Um, if they haven't kept things separate, God knows what would happen to the accounting issues. You know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's probably so much. I mean, I've seen um, videos of their house. It's just crazy. It's, it's like a museum. It like, is. It is. Yeah. It's just so fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's, you know, I do think just a couple, uh, uh, the biggest concern in that was that who's going to keep the house because she owned the land, but he pretty much put all the money in the renovations of the house. So I think mm-hmm. that was like the one thing that they were like, eh, I don't know, because Kim wants to stay there. Kanye wants to move on to their, um, you know, estate in Wyoming. And so I think just a couple of days ago, they decided that Kim could keep the house. And I think, I think that point on everything should be smooth sailing for both of them because I don't think either of them want this to be like a big uproar Mm -hmm. because I do think that they're both very um, level-headed level-headed well well I mean (laughs) when it comes to their kids I I think think, I think this kind of separation is is going to be very level-headed it's for some reason I have that feeling I don't I know what you're saying like you know Kanye is kind of off the off the range sometimes but I feel like he could be very rational here Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why I think that either. <laughs> well, I, again, I think when most couples fight in divorce, it's over money. And I don't think that money in this point, like they're not going to be splitting hairs, like $30 million to either of them. Not a big deal, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't understand. Fuck you money. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. That's just also really, really fascinating. <laughs> I know. There just really a little is. breakdown of why they struggled. Mm-hmm. So I took, I love this. Uh, and I, I don't love these happen, but I, Love a trip down memory lane. The couple has reportedly been struggling for years. The aftermath of the, and I'm quoting, um, when Kanye said 400 years of slavery sounds like a choice was one of the daggers to the marriage. When did he say that? I don't, I don't remember that. I, that I was looked in the it up. Joe Rogan interview though. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So I, I okay. didn't hear that. I mean, I, this is um, through the Vanity Fair article, I think. Okay. Um, I almost killed, this is in quotes, I almost killed my daughter. So even, so even if my wife were to divorce me after this speech, she brought North into the world, even, even when I didn't want to, he said that at, in 2020, um, quote, she stood up and she protected that child. So this is when he was making his political election debut, mm-hmm. like he wanted to run for president yeah. in 2020. And he, he said that about his daughter. The claim is that was what did it. That was like the first, like, how do I get out? Yeah. So I'm just. Yeah, that was that happened in a speech that he did in South Carolina, and it did not vote well with a lot of people. Um, obviously, the Kardashians were not happy with that statement. Chris Jenner was not happy with that statement. Again, this is something that's going to live mm-hmm. forever on the Internet. Like, your daughter has access to that at any point. And it and you've kind of taken that story away from her because you as parents had the right to tell her or keep that to yourself. It wasn't for the world it to know. It didn't need to be a world public announcement. He made that it and this that. is um I, I and there's a little bit deeper of a breakdown and I'll provide mm-hmm. the link, but it basically goes into how he was associating his childhood, how his dad wasn't around, how his mother told him how he was going to be aborted and how she chose to keep him and there wasn't supposed to be a Kanye and that when he when he found out that Kim was pregnant like he wanted the same thing like I can't provide a life that you that you need and all that kind of stuff and I think more emotionally and um and support wise and I'm like yeah but that wasn't for you to say in public right where cameras and or without consent from that your wife like i do think that again like that has to be a joint conversation if you're going to go public with that story that's your choice to do but that that you weren't the only person that made that child like Mm -hmm. you need to give your other half the option to weigh in on that yeah so um but he reports he seems to think that his camp that the only reason that they are separating or divorcing is because he was unsuccessful in his political run for president. But he had also made claims that he didn't like being in the family circus. 
Like he mm. felt like it was a very, um, it was too much for him. He was like, everything is calculated. Like that makes sense. You know, like he just didn't like being in, in that, in that limelight. I mean, and it is. I'm like, sure it's hard. I, I can only imagine. I mean, again, I, I can't speak for him and I'm not, you know, in that relationship, but I, I value my privacy. I value not having, you know, every aspect of my life being put on blast. I mean, that's, I couldn't do it. I couldn't either. There were so many menti- mental things I would have wrong with me. Yeah. And the, the Kardashians are, I mean, they're an interesting breed altogether. Love them or hate them. They are, you know, very interesting. Um, the Even the Rich podcast that Britt was talking about. I mean, it's a great deep dive into them. And you, you get it. I mean, more so with Kim. Um, but it, it kind of gives you a rundown of, of every, of all of them. Um, definitely worth listening to. It's a four-part series, I think. Uh, it's quick and easy, but it's full of information. It really is. It gives you kind of an inside look and things that you kind of forgot about. Uh, and real quickly that I think it's really um, quite funny is that Kanye was on the ballot in Kentucky for president. Oh, I, how does it like, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. I, yeah. Um, but he wasn't but on like, every state. I think, yeah. He, like how had, do you get it on? I remember hearing this back in November and I don't remember why, but he was able to like get so many votes or something and he was only on certain states. Okay. So in Kentucky was one of them. I was like, yeah. well, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, moving on to presidents who, um, you know, (laughs) make us happy. (laughs) I found so much joy in this. I really, really, really did. I haven't now. So President Obama released or former President Obama released a podcast with Bruce Springsteen called Renegades Renegades Born in the USA. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is great. I do, too. One, he's an amazing storyteller. He is. Obama is. And. I can listen to Bruce Springsteen talk all day, every day. So I'm actually super excited. I didn't know until you told me this. I was like, oh, wow, this is exciting. I've got a new podcast I can listen to. Um, But But it it comes off the heels of like Michelle's being released in July. And I think that's so funny because Michelle had him on her podcast, the very first guest. And I'm like, I'm like, and and then you you start your own podcast? Like you thought you were that? I mean, but hey. Hey, I'm sure he's been asked for years. Yeah, Yeah. And honestly, I love that it's, it's going in this direction. Like, I think it's a really interesting choice. Um, you probably would think like, why those two? But I mean, they have forged a friendship over the years and they found that they have way more in common than, you know, than they don't. So, um, I read I a couple it. articles about it and I haven't listened to it. So, but I'm looking forward to listening to it. They, they talk about how they're very similar, how they feel like they're on the outside at most social gatherings. They, they kind of had the same, I go in disposition towards being in public eye, mm-hmm. but they know how everything comes across. Like they talk about taking like a, a boating trip with Tom Hanks and Oprah and like, he's like, are we here right now? Like, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's always like this kind of open talk. He does yeah. talk about, um, some like racial issues, um, fatherhood, marriage. I'm really excited to listen to it. I haven't, <laughs> I was really deep diving on the Kardashians. So, um, <laughs> but what I found was really, I looked up what other presidents have done after they leave the office. And I thought this was so interesting okay. because why not go do some cool things? Like, right. You know, okay. Going down the list. George Washington started a distillery. Of what? I don't know. It didn't, or I guess maybe it just all it said on the, in the article oh. that, I don't know. I didn't deep dive on that one. Well, now I'm, now I'm curious. <laughs> we can look that up. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt went on a long exp- expedition, I said explosion, to uh, to the Brazilian jungle. It was said that he was gone for many, many months. I was like, what'd you find out there, boo? Like, yeah. <laughs> what were you doing? Where was he going? I know. What were you doing? Interesting. I know. Okay. I'm like, did you... What's that Um, that hallucinant... Um, Mushrooms? No. No. Oh. It's, I'm drawing a blank, but it's like everyone uh, travels to Peru to oh. take this particular drug and it's supposed to like give you like this spiritual awakening. Peru is not in Brazil. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> um, but it's, but it's, I'm mean, like, that's one thing. Were you on the search for this particular <laughs> <laughs> that magic measure? Uh, Bill Clinton won two Grammys for best spoken word for his autobiography and a children's book. I thought that was very interesting. Very I'm interesting. like, go Bill. Okay. And George Bush, Bush took up painting, which he's a very good painter. I've seen his paintings. They are impressive. Very, very impressive. He first started with um, dogs and birds and I moved on to self portraits, very in landscapes. Cool. And went skydiving with his dad. Which we all saw. I don't know if you remember that when he yeah. went skydiving with. I mean, that yeah. how freaking endearing is that? Yeah. And when you know when, he, when your dad's like over ninety, I I'm mean, like I'm like what like, a way to go. Did you <laughs> you pushed him out of a plane, George? <laughs> he said yes. What are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> he said yes. 
Um, that's funny. And a side note that um, I totally feel Obama's energy because in the picture of the released podcast, there's like 8,000 cups on Obama's desk. And I'm like, yes, he's got like an iced tea. He's got like a coffee. He's got a water. He's got a couple bottles. I was like, I get all him. the liquids. I know. He's got all the liquids. All he's the probably liquids. left them. Michelle's probably like, can you bring your cups to bring the sink? Damn cups. <laughs> Give me your cups. I'm like, oh, rock. <laughs> Bring me a coffee cup. <laughs> He's got old cups old everywhere. Cup. That that coffee ring down at the bottom. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Leave them all over Louisville. All over your closet. I know. I get shit everywhere. Everywhere. But cups. I know. He's got cups everywhere. Everywhere. That's great. I love it. I love that you guys have the same affinity. Yeah. For beverages. Beverages. Lots of beverages. Yeah. This has been fun. This has been fun. If it's you guys have a social topic you'd like us to cover, mm-hmm. just hit us up in the DMs. We are always open for suggestions. We love your feedback. We love that we're getting more uh, five-star ratings. Thank you for those. <laughs> Thanks. I, when, I, I appreciate every single one. I look at them all the time. I'm like, you guys do love us. Thank you so much. If you think there's a place we could do better, oh yeah, let please us let know. us know. We're open. We're open. We are. Yeah, just like our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Just See you next week. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.